Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Before I go, the 
לך עולם הפוך פתאום, ושקט אין בשום מקום שואל, מה מחכה? מבול יורד, העולם מוצף, האש עולה, הכל נשרף, שואל, מה עוד יקרה? אני שואל אבל לא עונים וקול קורא מתוך הלב בפנים לא לפחד וכשרועד את האדמה במגפה בזמן של מלחמה לא צריך לפחד לא לפחד מדבר
Ranan ki gan rato Me Hashem Yavo hato Kol ayom Vekol Laila Hamavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol Chatutenu Yimchol Zareinu Vechaspeinu Yarbeh Kachol Vechakochavim Laila Vechakochavim Laila Nalanu Shavuato Ranan Kigan Rato Meashem Yavuato Kola Yom Vichola Laila
JM in the AM. Ellie Seidenfeld with uh, Tzvilas Haneros, Kako Chavim done by Sholi, Benny Friedman's Lola Fached, Rifa Eno, which will dedicate to all those who are injured and wounded in Israel, Yosef Yaakov with that song, Udi Damari and Lev Chazak, Yachtav Nigun done by Naftali Kempa, Joey Newcomb with Nachamu. Certainly appropriate uh, sentiment for this morning. Almashi Eshli, done by uh, Sandy Shmueli, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday on this 23rd day of January, day number 13 in the month of Shvat. The year is 5784, Tavshin Pei Dalad. Our two Bishvat special coming up on Thursday here at JM in the AM. We woke up to some very uh, terrible news this morning. Hamas uh, caused a number of buildings to collapse in Gaza, and 21 IDF soldiers are dead and several injured. In fact, we've seen we've seen different numbers depending on the news source, but we'll go with what the Jerusalem Post is telling us right now. A disaster, no matter how you look at it, of course. The IDF announced the death of 21 reservists fighting in the Gaza Strip on Tuesday. Hamas forces fired a rocket-propelled grenade on multiple adjacent structures, along with landmines that the IDF forces had collected and brought into the buildings which caused a total collapse that killed 19 soldiers and injured several others on Monday. The incident occurred around 4 p.m. in Al-Mausi in central Gaza. In addition, a separate rocket-propelled grenade was fired on an IDF tank, which killed two IDF soldiers and injured two others. It was unclear if the soldiers had violated procedures by bringing the landmines into the structures with them and also unclear how many or how much the collapse of the building was caused by the RPG versus the secondary landmines explosion. The IDF forces who were harmed were mostly reservists assigned to clear certain areas of dangerous items such as mines. Rescue activities went on for hours with the brigade commander having been on site from the start of the incident. The IDF released the names of the soldiers killed from the 8208 Battalion, 261st Brigade. Sergeant First Class Reserve, Hadar Kapolik, 23 years old, from Moshav Mavobetar, a class commander. Sergeant Major Reserve Sergei Guntmacher, 37 years old, from Ramat Gan. Sergeant First Class Reserve Elkanah Yehuda 
Svez, 25 years old, from Kiryat Arba. Master Sergeant Reserve Yoav Levy, 29 years old, from the city of Yehud in central Israel. Sergeant First Class Nicholas Berger, 22 years old, from Jerusalem. Sergeant First Class Reserve Sidrik Garin, 23 years old, from Tel Aviv. Sergeant Major Reserve Ahmad Abu Latif, 26 years old, from Rahat. Captain Nir Binyamin, 29 years old, from Givatayim. Staff Sergeant Major Rabbi Elkanah Wiesel, 35 years old, from Bnei Dekalim, near Yehudava Shomron. Sergeant Major Reserve Israel Sokol, 24 years old, from the Israeli town of Karnei Shomron in Samaria. Sergeant Major Sagi Idan, 24 years old, from Rosha Ayin. Warrant Officer Mark Kononovich, 35 years old, from Herzliya. Warrant Officer Shai Biton Hayun, 40 years old, from Zichron Yaakov. Warrant Officer Daniel Kasozegi, 38 years old, from Yokniam. From the 6261 Battalion, 261st Brigade, Staff Sergeant Reserve Matan Lazar, 32 years old, from Haifa. Sergeant Major Reserve Rafael Elias Moshiov, 33 years old, from Pardes Chana. Staff Sergeant Reserve Barak Chaim Ben Valid, 33 years old, from Rishon Lezion. Warrant Officer Itamar Tal, 32 years old, 32 years old from Kibbutz Mesilot in northern Israel. Warrant Officer Adam Bismuth, 35 years old from Karnei Shomron. From the 9206 Battalion, 205th Brigade, Sergeant First Class Reserve Yoval Lopez from Alon Shvut, 27 years old and Captain Reserve Ariel Mordechai Wolfstahl, 28 years old, from El Azar. <sighs> Names of additional fallen soldiers are expected to be announced once the IDF has been able to fully verify their identities and contact their families. Prime Minister Netanyahu said, Yesterday we experienced one of the most difficult days since the outbreak of the war. The IDF has launched an investigation into the disaster. We must learn the necessary lessons and do everything to preserve the lives of our soldiers. In the name of our heroes, for the sake of our lives, we will not stop fighting until absolute victory. That's the Prime Minister of Israel with his statement after this disaster. Again, for those of you just tuning in, the Jerusalem Post in its headline puts it this way. Hamas causes buildings to collapse. 21 IDF soldiers are dead, several injured. Hamas forces fired a rocket-propelled grenade on multiple adjacent structures. And that's what caused this horrifying incident. JM and the AM Tuesday morning broadcast. Not quite sure what to say, frankly. We knew there'd be days like this. 
as this war continues, but that doesn't make it any easier. Knowing it certainly does not make it any easier. All we could do is continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in the IDF. All we could do is continue to pray for our hostages who are being held by the enemy. And uh, all we could do is hope and pray that the that the uh, war comes to a victorious conclusion very, very soon. And that our brothers and sisters don't have to go through days like this and experience the pain that the whole world is experiencing. But imagine the whole free world, Jewish world, around the world. But imagine what our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through. JM and the AM on a Tuesday morning broadcast. More coming up. Keep it here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Yeah. 
בשם התותחנים אשר ברסק הפגזים היו עמוד האש לאורך החזית בשם חובשים רופאים שבנפשם ומעודם החזירו רוח וחיים השיבו דם אני מרתיח לך ילדה אשר קולם קרא לילות בשם, בשם כל הגייסות והחילות בשם כל האבות אשר הלכו לקרב נורא ושרוצים לשוב אלייך חזרה אני מבטיח לך ילדה שלי קטנה Days like today, you, you hold on to that hope that this is in fact the final war, a final war of victory, a final war of peace, as um, Israel has already started to bury its uh, victims of this most recent um, attack by the enemy. In this case, the RPG that, uh, or RPGs, that were aimed at structures that... Um, that Israeli soldiers were, uh, were in. Um, again, different reports, but we're going with the Jerusalem Post of 21 IDF soldiers killed in these episodes of the last 24 hours, which is just a, uh, every number is gargantuan. When you hear of one soldier, it's, uh, you think about what their family is going through and what the funeral is going to be like and how many thousands are going to come and pay tribute to them and how depressed the entire country is. 
imagine numbers like this, what our brothers and sisters are going through. Uh, David Yifra has a brand new song entitled Kulanu Ke'echad. Here it is at JM in the AM.
ייתן אדוני את אויבינו הקמים עלינו ניגפים לפניהם. הקדוש ברוך הוא ישמור ויציל את חיילינו מכל צרה וצוקה, מכל נגע ומחלה, וישלח ברכה והצלחה בכל מעשה ידיהם. ידבר שונאינו תחתיהם, ויעטרם בכתר ישועה ובעטרת ניצחון, ויקוים בהם הכתוב. for the IDF, Netanel Hershtik, the Maccabees, JM and the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Amen is right. Prayer for the IDF. Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Tubishvat special on Thursday. We pray the news out of Israel gets better and only better. Difficult day in Israel for our brothers and sisters and for anybody who cares around the world. In light of the uh, terrible tragedy of the 21 soldiers, according to the latest report. Galait Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Spoker Tov from JMN. Galait Sal, Mirushalayim, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Ran Yavnai, Imashikore Achshav. 24 לוחמי צה"ל נפלו ביממה האחרונה בקרבות ברצועת עזה. 21 מתוכם נפלו באסון קריסת מבנים ממולכדים. לפני שעה קלה הותרו לפרסום שמותיהם של ארבעה לוחמים מגדוד 8208, חטיבה 261. רב סמל מסילות. רב סמל מתקדם במילואים אדם ביסמוט, בן 35, רב סמל מתקדם במילואים, שי ביטון חיון, בן 40 מזיכרון יעקב. רב סמל מתקדם במילואים, דניאל קסר זגיה, בן 38 מיוקנעם עילית. יהי זכרם ברוך. בשעה זו מובאים למנוחות רב סרן אילי לוי, מפקד פלוגה בגדוד 202 בצנחנים. רב סמל מתקדם במילואים סרגי גוטנמאכר, ורב סמל במילואים ישראל סוקול. רב סמל מתקדם במילואים מתן לזר, שלושתם לוחמים בגדוד 8208, חטיבה 261. אמו של מתן, יוספה, ספדה לו. תלמיד מצטיין בריאלי, לוחם בסרט גבעתי, שכל כך אהבת. מצטיין באוניברסיטה, הוא מצטיין בעבודה, ובעיקר היית בן אדם טוב, תמיד מוקף בחברים, מאיר פנים, עוזר לכולם, מעל הכל בן אוהב, בעל נהדר לאילנה ואבא מדהים. לכל אורך הדרך לבית העלמין קריית שאול בתל אביב עמדו בגשם מאות אזרחים לחלוק כבוד אחרון לרב סרן אילי לוי. 
קרן שהגיעה למקום תיארה ביומן הצהריים. אני עומדת כאן עם עשרות אנשים שנעמדים עם הדגל, עם מקריאה, ולמרות הגשם, למרות הרוחות, חולקים כבוד אחרון. זה המינימום שאנחנו יכולים לעשות. זה יכול להיות כל אחד מאיתנו. זה לא צריך להכיר כדי להוקיר עשרות אנשים שאכפת להם, שחשוב להם. ראש הממשלה נתניהו אמר לפני זמן קצר בהצהרה משותפת עם שר הביטחון גלנט והשר גנץ אנו מרכינים ראש לזכר נופלינו ועם זאת לא נפסיק לחתור להשגת הניצחון המוחלט. אתמול היה אחד הימים הקשים מאז פרוץ המלחמה אנחנו איבדנו 24 מטובי בנינו הגיבורים יחד עם כל אזרחי ישראל אני מחבק את המשפחות שעולמם השתנה לעד צה"ל בודק בדיקה יסודית של האסון אנחנו חייבים להפיק את הלקחים ולעשות הכל למען שלום לוחמינו איננו לרגע מפסיקים לחתור ליעד שאין לו תחליף השגת הניצחון המוחלט בדבריו של נתניהו בפתח פגישה של חברי הקבינט לניהול המלחמה עם ראשי רשויות מהצפון הביא כתבנו המדיני יניר קוזין חטיבה 401 מובילה בימים אלה מבצעים נרחבים ומורכבים לאיתור רקטות ומשגרים במרחב דארג' תופח. אלוף משנה ניסים חזן, מפקד בחטיבה, סיפר לנורית קנטי שהתלוותה אל הלוחמים בעזה. כל בית שני מלא במטענים. מצאנו פה מאות אה, משגרים של רקטת שיורות לתוך שטח מדינת ישראל. יש כאן משגרים שהם חפורים היטב בקרקע, זאת תשתית מבוצרת היטב. והלחימה כאן פיסה-פיסה, מוצאים הרבה מאוד ממצאים. כל בית שני כאן מפוצץ בנשקים, במטענים. קטאר מצהירה היום כי מאמצי התיווך בעזה נמשכים. משרד החוץ הקטארי פרסם הודעה שבה נמסר כי רבים מן הפרסומים בנוגע למשא ומתן מתאים, וכי קטאר סבורה כי סיום המתיחות באזור תלוי בסיום המלחמה בעזה. בהודעה ציינו הקטארים כי משלוח התרופות שהוכנס לעזה בשיתוף ממשלת צרפת הגיע גם לחטופים הישראלים. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו לעניינים ערביים ג'קי חוגי. בובת מיצג למען החטופים הוצתה הבוקר ברחוב דיזנגוף בתל אביב. המשטרה עצרה חשוד במעשה תושב הרצליה בן 35. מזג האוויר, ירידה ניכרת בטמפרטורות, גשם ירד מדי פעם בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה, מלווה סופות רעמים. סיכוי לשיטפונות במדבר יהודה וים המלח, בצפון הנגב ירד גשם מקומי, בחרמון ירד שלג. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. השם אלוקיכם, ההולך עמכם, להילחם לכם, אמוביכם, להושיע אתכם, ונאמר אמן. כי השם אלוקיכם, ההולך עמכם, להילחם לכם, אמוביכם, להושיע אתכם, ונאמר אמן. 
Avrami Roth with a beautiful, and I mean beautiful, tefillah for Tzahal, for our IDF soldiers. Man, pretty amazing. Uh, before that, Arye Kunstler with an incredible tribute also to our IDF soldiers. What is there to say? What is there to say? What is there to say? JM and the AM, those of you who have not uh, heard the news yet, the Jerusalem Post, in reference to the major episode, because there were other episodes that resulted in in the uh, deaths of other soldiers, but uh, in the major episode, Hamas causes buildings to collapse, 21 IDF soldiers dead, several injured. We went through the names earlier of those from all over Israel, of course, who were um, killed in this uh, terrible attack. And uh, what is there to say? What is there to say? The funerals have already begun in Israel. And um, 
And again, what is there to say? JM in the AM on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Our Tubishvat special is going to be happening this coming Thursday. Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to be joining me here at JM in the AM. Um, so make sure to uh, be tuned in on Thursday for our Tubishvat special. Tubishvat. We talk about spring. We talk about renewal. We talk about the prospects for the future, and uh, hopefully. In the case of what's happening now with the war in Israel, we'll be talking about a uh, a war that ends with victory and ends with peace, real peace, please God. More coming up at JM in the AM. Tears don't seem to dry. We will rise above, 
we will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Chai. Even when the pain feels so heavy, even when it's hard to see the light, we will rise above, we will stand as one. I'm
J.M. in the A.M. <clears throat> Shmak Olenu done by 
Michael Nadata here on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Avram Lavram Freed with the Bikar of Mamish before that. Danny Palgon had Am Yisrael Chai. JM and the AM, good morning. My thanks to those of you who've been supporting our 40th anniversary campaign, which is nearing uh, its end. Campaign ends in a couple of weeks. Those of you who have not yet supported JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network during our 40th anniversary campaign, please go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. I can guarantee you there's only one radio source in this country that is um, spending its morning talking about the fallen soldiers of Israel. That I could tell you. Nobody else has uh, read the names and acknowledged the uh, communities that these young men come from. And we will continue to do that. We need your help, though. We always need your help to keep us going. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org, and we thank you. There's a, um, there's a report that I saw on JP News that Israel has proposed a two-month fighting pause in Gaza for release of all the hostages. Israel has presented a proposal to Hamas through Qatar and Egypt suggesting a potential two-month ceasefire as part of a multi-phase deal. The proposal aims to secure the release of all remaining hostages, exceeding the duration of any previous ceasefire offered by Israel during the ongoing conflict. While the proposal does not outline an agreement to end the war, it represents the longest period of ceasefire suggested to Hamas since the conflict's commencement. Over 130 hostages are currently held in Gaza, with Israeli officials noting that several dozen hostages either perished on October 7th or in the subsequent weeks. Uh, Brett McGurk, President Biden's advisor, is involved in talks in Egypt and will proceed to Qatar to facilitate progress in negotiations for the release of hostages held by Hamas. Qatar and Egypt mediators have been working for weeks to bridge gaps between the parties in advance toward a comprehensive deal. U.S. officials have indicated that reaching an agreement of this nature might be the only viable path to achieving a ceasefire in Gaza. The Israeli War Cabinet approved the parameters of the proposed hostage deal 10 days ago, representing a departure from past rejected aspects and displaying a more forward-leaning approach. Israeli officials are awaiting a response from Hamas and express cautious optimism about the potential for progress in the coming days. According to the proposal, the deal would unfold in several phases involving the release of all remaining hostages alive or deceased over a period of up to two months. The initial phase would prioritize the release of women, men over 60, and hostages in critical medical conditions. Subsequent phases would encompass the Release of additional groups, including female soldiers, men under 60 who are not soldiers, and the return of Israeli male soldiers and hostages' bodies. I don't know what the, uh, I don't know where they're getting this from, but it's uh, from a source entitled JP News, and the headline caught my eye when it said that Israel has proposed a two-month ceasefire in exchange for the hostages. We'll see what happens. It is a very difficult day for world jury and those who care about the IDF and those who care about our brothers and sisters in Israel. This is a tough day. And let us hope that we are closer to a victory and closer to a victory with real peace. Let us hope.
Let us hope. Uh, JM and the AM on a on a um, a Tuesday morning broadcast with a, remi- a couple of reminders. First of all, Tubishvat is Thursday. Join me and Rabbi Benji Kramer for this coming Thursday's Tubishvat special, which we're looking forward to. Hopefully, it'll bring some uh, some hope. And uh, you know what you know what they say: hope springs eternal. Maybe the spring will will uh, bring some hope or additional hope, I should say, to this very difficult situation. There's always hope, but uh, sometimes you need a little bit of encouragement. That's happening on Thursday. Today, and it's remarkable to me how many reminders I get from our listeners about this, today is the day, since we're Tuesday of Parshas B'Shalach, that we traditionally make sure to say Parshas Haman. It is a skula, if you will. I don't know the best English word for skula. Uh, it, it is. It is. It will. It will merit. Hopefully, um, whatever required uh, sustenance, whatever parnasa a person needs. So it's a custom that has grown like crazy over the years. In fact, our friends at Artscroll have a free download. If you go to artscroll.com, the prayer for parnasa for livelihood, which is said today, uh, Parshas Haman is a, is available right now as a free download. Just go to artscroll.com. And again, <coughs> excuse me. And again, you have a free download of the prayer for Parnassa, the prayer for livelihood that we call Tfilas or Parshas Haman. Parshas Haman. Go to artscroll.com. You will see that the free download is available. And again, I can't get over just how many times listeners remind me about this custom, which is really nice. And I thank you all for doing that. And let us hope and pray that everyone has what they need. Parshas Haman reminds us that uh, one must not worry. He, the one above, will make sure to always provide. Um, so again, go to artscroll.com for Parshas Haman. Uh, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to uh, skip Rabbi Goldwasser, especially during these days when he is focused so much on our hostages and on our soldiers. Um, so because we don't have. Uh, his presentation for today, I think we will repeat his presentation from yesterday. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zebna Yosef Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Good morning. We learn in the parsha, Vayomer Moshe binorenu viskinenu neleich. With our children and with our elders, we shall go. Bivonenu bivnoisenu. With our sons and our daughters, with our flock and our cattle, we will go, because it is a festival of Hashem for us. The Nitziv comments, Moshe Rabbeinu told Paro, you have to release the children, the elderly, because it is a holiday. It is utterly impossible to be besimcha, to have happiness, without our sons and our daughters. Throughout the entire world, throughout Klal Yisrael, each and every day at every gathering, we pray for the safe return of all of the hostages. We realize it is impossible to be besimcha, to have complete happiness without our sons and our daughters. We pray to the Ribon Kol Ha'olomim, for their immediate release. A short while ago, there were two parents, Shira and Ari Hoshander. 
they went to Eretz Yisrael on behalf of Yeshivat Lev. They donated a Sefer Torah to the Bibis family in the great Zuchus that we should soon see the return of the parents, Yarden, Shiri, and the children, Ariel and Kfir, together with all of the other hostages. The Torah was not just an ordinary Sefer Torah. This Sefer Torah was one that was Mutzel Me'esh. It was saved from the fires of the Holocaust. It went through the horrors. It survived. It witnessed the rebirth, the flourishing of Klau Yisrael after the Holocaust. This precious Mishpacha, along with others, brought the Sefer Torah, and there was a special message that it contained, that just like Yiddishkeit, continued after the Milchama and flourished in all parts of the world, especially in Eretz Yisroel. So too, the community of Ner Oz is going to flourish as well. This precious Sefer Torah galvanizes the hope, the prayer, the tears, all of Klau Yisroel's Emunan Bitachon, that Be'ezra Hashem Yisparach we will see those hostages all return home safe and sound. I look forward to the day of the bar mitzvah of Ariel in Kfir, when they will be called up to the Torah, to their Sefer Torah. Be'ez Rashem Yisparach, may all of the members of the IDF, Tzva Haganali Yisrael, be protected and be successful in their every mission and return home safe and sound. Yehi Ratzon, that all of the hostages be released immediately and return home safe and sound. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
Friends from uh, Waterbury with Osesh Shalom here on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Our hearts and prayers with the with our brothers and sisters in Israel during this very difficult day, to say the least. The funerals have begun, and the uh, the numbers are in. And we're talking about a day that. That will be remembered as a day that the 25 of our best and brightest were taken from us. 21 in this uh, Hamas-caused collapse uh, in Gaza. Hamas forces fired a rocket-propelled grenade on multiple adjacent structures in Gaza. They contained Israeli soldiers and landmines and, and ammunition that was being processed and uh, the results are 21 soldiers killed in that uh, attack. And as we said, the uh, funerals have begun in Israel on yet another very, very difficult day. Uh, a lot of people uh, in the... Uh, by the way, the reason we didn't have our Yeshiva League sports update is because um, the Yeshiva League is basically off this week. The majority of Yeshiva League schools have the Yeshiva midwinter vacation this week. So a lot of people are tuned in right now from different parts of the world. Uh, God knows how many of the 50 states are being represented right now by listeners of this show. Panama, Europe, Mexico. No matter where you are on this globe, no matter what your activities call for today, remember our Israeli soldiers, remember those who gave their lives, remember what their families are going through right now. All of us, not just those on vacation, everybody's got to remember 
It is a difficult day in Israel. Our brothers and sisters have had way too many of these difficult days, and today's another one of them. So keep that in mind. Uh, reminder, our um, 40th anniversary campaign here at JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network is coming to its conclusion. It's going to be done in a couple of weeks. If you haven't yet uh, joined the list of donors, contributors to keep us going, we would appreciate you do so. Whatever you can give, believe me, it's all appreciated. Um, fjbunity.org. fjbunity.org. And we thank you very much for that. Uh, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Let's see what's been happening since the start of the show. Listener Tikva has checked in from Israel with plenty of broken heart emojis. Hard day, 21 broken families. Yeah, well said. Well said. Um, Dr. Mark says, Boker Tov from Cabo. Good to listen on the app while running on a treadmill and sitting by the pool. Knowing Dr. Mark, he's one of those people that's on vacation but is focused on our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. God bless you, Dr. Mark, and thanks for listening in, and thanks to everybody who is, in fact, relaxing this week. Not a criticism, just the reality. This is the week where a lot of people are able to get away to Shiva break, but this, at the same time are tuned into us and tuned into what the Jewish people and specifically our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through. JM in the AM, more coming up. Uh, this is from the Solomon Brothers at JM in the AM. Shenim, 
is called Fila, done by Micha Gammerman. Wrapping up the hour for us here at JM in the AM. Before that, Zusha with Mashiach and Shuva Hashem. You heard the Solomon Brothers in there with Imena Nili Mili. Tuesday morning, a reminder, if you haven't yet contributed to our 40th anniversary campaign, the uh, campaign will end in a couple of weeks. A real hard deadline, believe it or not as difficult as that's been for us to do. Um, Join us. Join us in supporting this amazing radio broadcast, keeping you up to date and keeping you connected to the land and the people of Israel on a daily basis. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Plenty more coming up on this Tuesday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at nachomsegal.com on the nachomsegal network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app.
JM in the AM. I don't know why a live performance by Diaspora always uh, reminds me of our next topic here at JMN, but for some reason it's like that. Uh, For those of you who are looking to uh, take a break for a few minutes from the uh, news of the day uh, and and lighten things up a bit, on our schedule for this morning for hour number three of JM in the AM is the one and only Schleimy Ash. Why is Schleimy on? Well, many of you know that uh, he... And because of him, I and many of us spent many a a good day up in the Catskill region uh, in the Borscht Belt, so to speak, in the latter days of the Borscht Belt. And Schleimy has been featured on a recent podcast that he'll give us the information uh, regarding, a recent podcast that deals specifically, believe it or not, (laughs) there's a podcast for everything, right, Uh, on the history of the Catskill region specifically vis-a-vis the Jewish community, the vast Jewish community. Shlaimi Ash, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Nachum, it's like I never left. I hear your dulcet tones over my phone, and suddenly we're back in the lobby of the Homowack. Well, yes, for those who remember, that would have been the last place in the Catskills, or at least in the Borscht Belt of the Catskills that we broadcasted from. Oh, that's not true, actually. But anyway, uh, I know what you mean. When I think of the uh, live radio shows and performances from the Catskill region, it does bring me back to the Homowack Hotel. And many a great radio broadcasts and live concert performances took place there. Wouldn't you say, Schleimy? The genre of the live... We, we, the, the springboard for it was the Homowack. It was the first day in the AM fundraising Thanksgiving weekend. And right. that Baruch Hashem snowballed into an annual event. And then I think Pace, you know, uh, you were pretty, at some point, the JMD dynamic was a pretty regular fixture there. Yeah, we were. We loved being up there. And we certainly were part of the uh, fabric of the hotel, if you will, for a while. Anyway, so just tell us about there's a lot of people out there who are nostalgic, a lot of people out there who remember parts of the Catskill region that we would not remember, and vice versa. Uh, tell us about this uh, podcast series and how you got involved. Okay, before I tell you, I'm going to thank you because I'm going to forget to do it later. A lot of the conversations we had over the years – about, you know, the relationship with the hotel, the need for the hotel, you know, for the Mouakri, Shomer, year-round Shomer, Shabbat, Gwat, Kosher, OU, and supervised entity. A lot, I, a lot of that DNA showed up in this podcast. So, wow. and it just, you know, that muscle memory came back to me. And if I wait to do it because I'm getting old and feeble, I would have forgotten. So, Hakar Satov up front, and thank you for that. No problem. Thank you. So, this whole thing came about very interesting. So, there's this uh, woman in Canada named Jen Stewart. She's, believe it or not, she's, uh, I get, you know, mid, mid, late 30s, maybe early 40s. Her memory of the Catskills is basically in the 80s and 90s, going with her parents to Kutcher's. Um, she's more secular. She's Jewish, like, you know, culturally, very Jewish culturally, secular in terms of observance. But she understood, you know, the dynamic of, of the Catskills, something about it intrigued her. And the memories she had were like very, and this was, by the way, this was Kutcher's in the 80s when they were pretty much the last man standing in that world except for the Concord. Right. But so during COVID, she, she, she started researching it and she said, she realized there was a, a greater, you know, canvas, <laughs> there was a history to this. Kutcher's, you know, Kutcher's represented what was 1.5, there used to be 500 hotels up there. That's before getting into Bumbles and Kohalanes. 
And she, you know, and like, like you said, everyone has a podcast. She took on herself to have this podcast called, uh, you know, the Borscht Tabler. And she actually, I don't even, she tracked me down when she first started. It was during COVID. I don't know how. I think it was to one of the Facebook groups. And she reached out to me. And at that point, I, I said, you know, yeah, but let's schedule it. But, you know, COVID was a roller coaster for everybody. But a couple of points I made to her in, you know, what it was like doing what we were doing at the HOMOAC, she stayed in touch. And fast forward to this past summer, we finally, you know, did that interview about, you know, the HOMOAC's role in that greater canvas. So that was the episode. The episode in her series about the history of the Catskills is you talking about the HOMOAC and its role? It's about, right. In the context of the greater Catskills and also my personal, you know, Catskills, which, you know, my family has going there since we were five years old. So you're likely. And we, the, and we have the towels to prove it. But, so you're you know. like. So you're likely the only, um, the only episode of that podcast that really focuses on the firm community. Yeah, I mean Jordan Hirsch was also on it a while ago, but you know it became more about the music and the Klezmer revival. He is like a, a major exponent, proponent. All of it, you know, he's a serious entity in that world, and it, it, it had equal parts of that. But in terms of like Homoac proper, yeah, and she was fascinated by it because. Her, you know, she lives in one of the Jewish communities in Toronto, the one near Bathurst. I forgot what it's called. Like, you know, Bathurst adjacent. You know, yeah. she's like Thornhill. And she was like, what? Thornhill. Maybe, yeah. And she was like, fat, and that, that's her exposure to from people. And I've, over the years, you know, you know, like, you know, I've run into people like this all the time. Like, their perception and everything is based on those type of observe, you know, what they see and in whatever interactions they have, and. She, you know, so but she was fascinated that this, you know, the homework wasn't like, you know, this little with, with a shul and whatever. It was a full resort hotel. It was, you know, before the Davidmans, it was owned by Ramada. Before the Ramada was owned by Blickstein. I have the employee handbook that Ramada gave to Herman Lohinger, may rest in peace, how to run the hotel. <laughs> Unbelievable. Shlamey Ash is with us. If you want to hear... Uh, the podcast that he's referring to. What do people do? How do they find this this price? Well, I mean, the easy. From what I've been told, you know, the easiest way is just go Borschfeld. It's the Borschfeld Tatler, T A T T L E R. It's the December eleventh, twenty twenty three um, podcast episode, and it's hosted by Jen Stewart, who is like really doing something special. Borscht Belt Tatler, and it's the December 11th episode. And, you know, as they said with Frito-Lays, I bet you can't have just one because you're going to start poking around there. There's some fascinating, you know, stories. And, you know, as we were talking like afterwards, I said you got to get into the camps, you know, people who were in different camps there, you know. Uh, of course, I mentioned Corina Rowley, you know, all the you – know, there's a whole other history there people have, which, you know, also, which I, I think she'll get to is also part of the Borscht Belt dynamic. But we, we just it, we just spoke about what it was like having a year round from, you know, what from meant in terms of, shot, you know, what it meant and what it encompassed, which is, as we know, everything. And, you know, the, the community that came there and the commitment, it, was, it, it went pretty quickly as, you know, as interviews go. 
Yeah, you, I would imagine. You heard it. What was your take on it? No, I, I loved it. I, but, but again, I lived it. So, you know, there's a reason that I loved it. And uh, I'm wondering what you considered to be, because you, you, your focus, in addition to really being an amazing spokesman for the hotel and an amazing spokesman for the region, your real focus was entertainment for people who are coming up and enjoying a show on a Thursday night or a Saturday night or whatever the case might be. What would you say was your greatest get? What do you remember in terms okay, of... Okay, it's, it's a three-way tie. My first my first was Yehuda Glantz. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Uh, I also wanted his brother swollen. He wasn't available. Yehuda was number one. The guy, number the two guy, the guy who had no trouble communicating with the South American waiters. <laughs> right. And yes, he's 20 pounds heavier. Now we know why. The other, the, and a tie for first was obviously diaspora. Right. You know, they, they I, I mean, it was lightning in a bottle. You know, it was that Carnegie Hall vibe, but it, it was like, you know, people saw them in Yerushalayim when they used to play, like, King David's Tomb, Tzai Shabbos. Yeah. People who were there and then saw them at the hotel said that was the vibe. Yeah, a relaxed atmosphere. with it, Relaxed. It was more organic. The King David room was not Carnegie Hall, and it just came together, you know, and... and Let's face it, diaspora is diaspora, so, yeah. you know, enough said. A relaxed atmosphere uh, with um, with guys who, you know, ha- have jammed once in a while with each other. Right, got, right got, it was like, you know, muscle memory and, yeah. and uh, institutional, it was all sorts of memory, Just and they, they sounded amazing. And somewhere I have a tape of it, actually. And the, the I actually third, sent you some photos of that recently. Right, right. So, the, yes, but I can't play photos. I can just show them. Yeah. So I hear that. The other, the other thing was... See, now it's interesting. The other thing was, it wasn't so much entertainment. It was more when Reb Shlomo Olvashom and Dennis Wolfberg, our Thanksgiving lineup, both died within two weeks of each other. Right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I got to tell you something. You haven't really been in the entertainment world until you try to book an act where your opening line is, yeah, the two guys I had booked died. <laughs> Just drop that, I think. Yeah, it's like literally, because like, everyone knew, I, you know, this was Thanksgiving. I would, I, I would have Thanksgiving booked before Labor Day, and here I am scrambling, and everyone's asking the obvious questions. I thought you had, I go, yeah, I had Wolf, you know, they both died. Crazy. Nobody wants to finish that threesome. <laughs> and nobody wants to go, okay, I'm game. And, uh, you know, and, I, and the guy who stepped up, and the guy who was like, you know, who jumped into the Yamsup, as it were, keeping you know the theme, was Schleimy Dex. Wow! He, An- you know, answer to a trivia question. <laughs> yeah, he 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 said, you know, we, you know, he said Wolfberg Ahin ripped Shlomo a hair, one Shlomo, another. He said Shlomo that was meant to be, you know. And he took the gig, and I gave him everything, and he had first refusal for Thanksgiving after that by Lombard. Pretty amazing. Slimy Ash, he is the subject. He is the uh, interviewee in a uh, podcast that uh, looks at the history of the Catskill region. For those of you who remember its heyday or even post its heyday, you'll find it fascinating. I did. It's a uh, podcast entitled Borscht Belt Tatler, Borscht Belt Tatler, and the episode you're looking for to feature Schleimy is the uh, December 11th episode. Again, last month, December 11th, and you'll find it there on your uh, podcast sources. And uh, again, it's a lot of fun for those of us, and there are people listening right now who remember what it was like to go up to the Catskills during any of those decades, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. They will find it to be a, a good walk down memory lane. By, by the way, my most reliable act, I, no matter the crowd, I can book him and he'd nail it with yeah. Gershon Varoba. Nice. But, and, and uh, you know, the other, the other, the one that actually I was most nervous about, believe it or not, was A.B. Rottenberg. 
Nervous. I was, you know, something. Not the, the guy is the, the the composer, poet, laureate of, of Jewish music. He's, you know, he's on a different planet in terms of talent and music. But at the end of the day, that's a tough room. Yeah, it's, it's not like Hask. It's not that you know. It's not. It's, it's a more. Right, it's a yeah. more intimate. And and it was him, Dove Levine, and I, I um, Shlomo Simcha, and you know, it was a. It was a, more of a kumzitz, and he just, and again, he, but he's a performer. At the end of the day, as talented as he is musically, he knows how to read a room. He's been, the set list he put together, you, you, you know, I remember it was like, you know, the place was, was in awe of the show. But in terms of like, it was a roll of the dice because, you know, his body of work aside, you know, it, was, it wasn't the easiest room as a lot of people discovered. A lot of great memories, Shlaimi, to say the least. Take a trip down memory lane, everybody, with the Borscht Belt Tatler uh, podcast, the episode you're looking for to feature Shlaimi and all of this uh, December. I'm not coming, even though I opened Dece- it. I, December the 11th. Yes, go ahead. Even though I opened with this, so I just want to say thanks again, because when people hear it, besides... The, the reference to you, the, the a, a lot of your feelings about having a relationship with the hotel, the importance of it, you know, work their way in there. And it's not like I, you know, I, you know me, I just like stream of consciousness, but it got burned into my, you know, DNA over those years. So thank you for making me sound more intelligent than I normally do. Well, a pleasure. I'm glad we came <laughs> in handy. Slimey ass, everybody, reliving some of the great memories during what we would consider simpler times to say the least the cat skills check it out borscht bell tatler wherever you find your podcast he's featured on the december 11th episode more coming up at jam in the a.m
Nachamu is right. Uh, that's Diaspora with Nachamu. We were talking about Diaspora. With uh, Shlaimi Ash, he was talking about the um, the days when he would book acts like Diaspora for the hotel in the Borscht Belt that we knew as the home whack. Uh, Nachamu, that, those are words that are uh, quite poignant today. The Jewish people need a good dose of comfort. The IDF announced the death of 21 reservists fighting in the Gaza Strip Tuesday. Hamas forces fired a rocket-propelled grenade on multiple adjacent structures along with landmines that the IDF forces had collected and brought into the buildings, which caused a total collapse that killed 19 soldiers and injured several others on Monday. The incident occurred about 4 p.m. yesterday in central Gaza. In addition, a separate rocket-propelled grenade was fired on an IDF tank, which killed two IDF soldiers and injured two others. Jerusalem Post reports it was unclear if the soldiers had violated procedures by bringing the landmines into the structures with them, and also unclear how much the collapse of the building was caused by the RPG versus the secondary line landmines explosions. The IDF forces who were harmed were mostly reservists assigned to clear certain areas of dangerous items such as mines. Rescue activities went on for hours, with the brigade commander having been on site from the start of the incident. It was unclear what happened to the Hamas attackers. The IDF released the names of the soldiers killed. Sergeant First Class Reserve Hadar Kapluk, 23 years old, from Mavombe Tar. Sergeant Major Reserve Sergei Gotmaher of uh, Ramat Gan, 37 years old. Sergeant First Class Reserve Elkanah Yehudasef, 25 years old, from Kiryat Arba. Master Sergeant Reserve Yoav Levy, 29 years old, from Yehud. Sergeant First Class Reserve Nicholas Nicholas um, um, let me see here I just lost it I don't know oh Nicholas Berger of Yerushalayim 22 years old Sergeant First Class Reserve Sidrig Garin 23 years old from Tel Aviv Sergeant Major Reserve Ahmad Abu Latif 26 years old from Rahat Captain Nir Binyamin, 29 years old, from Givatayim. Staff Sergeant Major Elkanah Wiesel, a rabbi, 35 years old, from B'nai Dikalim. Sergeant Major Reserve Yisrael Sokol, 24 years old, from Karnei Shomron. Sergeant Major Sagi Idan, 24 years old, from Rosha Ayan. Warrant Officer Mark Kanonovich, 35 years old, from Herzliya. Warrant Officer Shai Biton Hayun, 40 years old, from Zichron Yaakov. Warrant Officer Daniel Kasu Zege, 38 years old, from Yokneam. Sergeant Major Reserve Matan Lazar, 32 years old, from Haifa. Sergeant Major Reserve Rafael Elias Moshiyov, 33 years old, from Pardes Chana. Staff Sergeant Reserve Barak Chaim Ben Valid, 33 years old, from Rishon Lutzion. Warrant Officer Ita Martal, 32 years old, from Kibbutz Misilot. Warrant Officer Adam Bismut, 35 years old, from Carnay Shamron. Sergeant First Class Yoval Lopez, 27 years old, from Malone Shvut. Captain Reserve Ariel Mordechai Wolfstahl, 28 years old, from El Azar.
Names of additional soldiers are expected to be announced once the IDF has been able to fully verify their identities and contact their families. The Prime Minister said yesterday we experienced one of the most difficult days since the outbreak of the war. The IDF has launched an investigation into the disaster. We must learn the necessary lessons and do everything to preserve the lives of our soldiers. In the name of our heroes, for the sake of our lives, we will not stop fighting until absolute victory. More coming up on a um, Tuesday morning broadcast at JM and the AM. Reminder, Israel at 50, excuse me, Israel at 75, coming up with uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Live lunch with Avrami from Israel, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Nahum Siegel Network.
ויתר אדוני את אויבינו הקמים עלינו ניגפים לפניהם. הקדוש ברוך הוא ישמור ויציל את חיילינו מכל צרה וצוקה, מכל נגע ומחלה, וישלח ברכה והצלחה בכל מעשה ידיהם. ידבר שונאינו תחתיהם, ויעטרם בכתר ישועה ובעטרת ניצחון, ויקוים בהם הכתוב. What is there to say? Nathaniel Hirschdick, the Maccabees, prayer for our soldiers. Coming up at 9 o'clock are by Dr. David Hertzberg on the Munich Olympics uh, in the um, program that we call Israel at 75. That's at 9 o'clock. Tuesday live lunch with Avrami from Israel at 11 a.m. Eastern time, all right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami. He'll take good care of you. AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Today is Parshas Haman. Today is the day, Tuesday of Parshas B'Shalach, that traditionally we say Parshas Haman. If you're not familiar with that, consult with your local rabbi or really anybody because it seems everybody knows about it. Uh, and and if you want the free download of Parshas Haman, go to our friends at Artscroll.com, Artscroll.com offering a free download of Parshas Haman to be said as a schoola for uh, Parnassa, for um, sustenance, well-being, financial well-being, etc., etc. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Oh, a listener, Daniel, says it's been a while, but AJA Carpool number 204 is checking in. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> I haven't heard from them in a while down in Atlanta, Georgia. Rabbi Cash says that uh, even in these dark times, Klau Yisrael continues to celebrate life. With that in mind, Mazaltov, he writes to my son and daughter-in-law in Baltimore, Kalman and Rivka Cash, and the bris of the newest grandson, Yitzchak Daniel, and to Yoel Simchan becoming a big brother. That's pretty amazing. Mazaltov from all of us here at JM in the AM. That is amazing. Tomorrow we'll check in with our friends at Ohel. Thursday is the uh, Tu Bishvat special. Join us for that here at JM in the AM. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954. That's 70 years, folks.
1954 is 70 years. Talk about a proven track record. And A&H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets Nationwide. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Well, that's for sure. I'm already starting to load up on great A&H products for Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Need a lot of knockers for the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't want to get into one of those situations where the first quarter ends and we're out of knockers. That would be awful. That would really be like, man. Um, that would be a difficult situation to navigate. Yeah, I get it. More coming up. It's JM in the AM on a Tuesday morning broadcast, and uh, this comes from Shlomo Simcha.
days are coming. There will be anger in the world. There will be anger in the world. But the hunger will not be for bread. And the thirst will not be for water. The hunger will not be for bread. And the thirst will not be for water. Thank you. 
jam in the AM. <clears throat> Days are coming. Yehuda Green. Shlomo Kalbach before that. And Shlomo Simcha before that. JM in the AM, good morning. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday. All right, Dr. David Hertzberg, Israel at 75, is coming up next here at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, live lunch coming up starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time with Avrami from Israel. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami. He'll take good care of you. AF at NahumSiegel.com. AF at NahumSiegel.com. Thanks to those of you who, even if you're on vacation or away from the uh, New York, New Jersey area, wherever you may be away from, uh, from your regular routine, thanks for uh, keeping us... Uh, keeping us... Um, or thank no wait one second thank you for keeping us company right <laughs> by taking us along on your adventures wherever it might be this week during yeshiva break it's much appreciated and i'm glad you tuned in tough day in israel to say the least for our brothers and sisters A tough day for those who care about our members of the idf for those around the world who care about our members of the idf uh glad we could gather together here in order to um, in order to acknowledge what the families in Israel are going through at this time, we'll wrap things up with DJ Farbring and the Jerusalem Up Mix on a Tuesday at JM in the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JMN. Pray for our soldiers. Pray for their families. Pray for our hostages. Pray for our brothers and sisters. Keep them in mind all day long, all week long. Coming up, Israel at 75 with our Dr. David Hertzberg, 11 o'clock for Avrami and the Tuesday Live Lunch, 11 until 1. Plenty of great music and more all through the day here on NSN. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.